episode 80. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, and master storyteller, and from Oklahoma to L.A. and back again, relentless touring, sync licensing deals, writing, singing, performing over a thousand shows in her short career, we're hanging today with one of the hardest-working ladies in the indie artist community. Yes, we're hanging with Maggie McClure, so you better strap up your seatbelts and let's go for a ride. So on Dharmic Evolution today, I am really... Just so delighted to have Maggie McClure, um, an artist from Oklahoma and L.A., joining us today. Maggie, welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. I was really, really happy to uh, to have you join us on the show. You've got a rich history of songwriting. You've got a lot of great things out there. You've got a new album out called Time Moves On, correct? Yes, that's right. Yeah, so tell me about the transformation from Oklahoma to L.A. and back and forth. What's the story with you? You've got ants in your pants and you just got to <laughs> dance. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, well, I I grew up in Oklahoma and um, I recorded my first studio album actually in Dallas in 2006. And I was going to college at the time at Oklahoma City University. And as soon as I graduated, I just got on the road and started playing a ton of universities and venues. And mind you, I'd been touring all the while in school. But, you know, it's kind of limited when you have to go to class every day. You can't really go that far. Yeah, what a drag, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I, I stuck with it. And I'm really glad that I did. Um, and then I did my, my second project, uh, Good Morning and Good Night in Nashville. And that was in 2010. And then uh, still based out of Oklahoma at that time. And then shortly after that, in 2011, I just decided, you know, I just got to try this and see what happens. So um, we went to LA and didn't really know I didn't know what was going to happen when I got there. And um, thankfully, you know, I'd been out there quite a bit over the years. So at least I knew some people and was familiar with certain venues and, and different opportunities, but definitely had nothing guaranteed uh, to go out there for. So that was in 2011. And then I recorded my album, Time Moves On. Um, in 2014 in LA with Justin Glasgow, a great producer there. And the transition from coming from Oklahoma and then going to Los Angeles was definitely very hard, I would say. Um, Obviously, the lifestyle of everyone there, just the pace of life, um, just keeping up with everybody else and constantly you know, constantly working. No a little one, more relaxed no in, in Oklahoma? Yes, I would say so. Yeah, yeah. and I, was, I wasn't being funny. Slow. I'm just making assumptions, of course. Hey, how yeah. did you get to Nashville? What was the move that, that made you, um, you know, what was the motivation behind going down there? Well, I've, I've been to Nashville a lot over the course of my career. I've spent uh-huh. a lot of time there. 
writing, um, doing recording sessions, having meetings with people, doing some touring through there. Um, I just really love Nashville. I love the city. And I connected with a producer and songwriter out there. And we ended up doing my 2010 project, Good Morning and Good Night, together um, there in Nashville. So, And I, I was just there a few months ago and I'm all over the place. <laughs> great, great experience. Uh, it just has such a great vibe, doesn't it, that town? Oh, yeah. yeah. It really does. Yes. You know what? I think it's time to play Closer Than Before with Maggie McClure. Check this out. Awesome track, Maggie. That was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, and I love the way, um, so imaginative, the way you went into that bridge and built it with all those vocals in there. Really, really great song, great production. Who's producing that on there? Oh, 
Thank you. That that's produced by Justin Glasgow. Really awesome. Dig it. Is this done in LA or Oklahoma or Nashville or all three? (laughs) (laughs) It was done in LA. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just, I love singing all the background vocals. I have such a fun time with, with singing harmonies. Well, you got it. You got it. You got a beautiful voice. Very, very pure and uplifting. Um, tell us a story behind that story. What made you write Closer Than Before? What is it about? Well, it is about um, being in a situation and a spot in life where you don't really know what's coming next and just trusting that everything's going to work out. And for me personally, um, the song is about me and and my husband venturing from Oklahoma to Los Angeles, two musicians um, with a lot of faith and hope. And, you know, when things get hard, which is at least once a day, (laughs) right? um, you know, at least we have each other to lean on. And it's really um, important, I think, for people, for us, for me to take a step back and realize, oh, wow, we have, we have done some cool things. We have, you know, we have this awesome opportunity. We got to do this. We got to do that. Um, but sometimes that's hard to see when you're in the middle of trying to figure everything out and everything can seem a bit overwhelming. Um, but you have to take a step back and, and realize, wow, we are, we are closer you know, to what our goals are and to our dreams. Yeah, so it's so it is good once in a while to uh, be commendable to yourself to say, you know, instead of driving yourself all the time and being hard on yourself, which a lot of us do that, right? Own worst critic, all of that stuff. You know, and we're never good enough, uh, insecurity factors, all these things. But you're right when you kind of just stop, take a breath, and look back at the trail you just went through and say, "Wow, I actually did accomplish." a good deal of work here and a good deal of really good um, creative artistry and so forth. And I don't get, you know, you have to give yourself a little credit for that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So many people don't take the time to do that. And, you know, just, I mean, I'm guilty of it and just, you know, keeping on trying and moving forward and working and working and working. And every once in a while I have to go, wait a second, I can't be down. Look at, look at all the things that have happened and, you know, to just stop and be thankful for it all. Right, right. And so and so that's awesome that your husband and you are both kind of a team together. Um, is he is he also um, a musician? He is. He's a singer, songwriter, and guitar player, and we actually met through music. Um, his music is more rock and blues influence, um, but we do write a lot of stuff together, and we just did a Christmas project back in December and uh, got to do some pretty cool things with that. Well, that's awesome. You get to uh, be each other's sounding board and support system. Yeah. Which is nice. It's very cool. Yeah, and the fact, and I'm sure, you know, you guys trust each other's, you know, um, intuitions and judgments, you know, and know when to say, yeah, this is good, or no, you got to work some more on this. I know you can do more. Yeah, definitely. Like, I know you're more capable. I I can, you know, I want to push you to be your best, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, sure. so tell me. So, back to LA for a minute. So, you're you're relocated there, and have you, you know, have you like figured out like adapted well um, 
musically and just fitting in there? Do you feel like it's a good place for you right now? Um, I think that it's kind of hard to fit in there. Honestly, you have to just, because there's so much going on. There's so many different things going on. Um, you just kind of have to find a little home, wherever that is, um, and find your people. Um, but, you know, I've always been a restless soul, you know, wanting to <laughs> to get out and, and venture and, and go somewhere else. And, you know, L.A. is a, an amazing city. There are so many opportunities there, not just in the music business, but the entire entertainment business, because you've got film and television. Right. Uh, Plus the music industry. So So um, maybe you're supposed to be a vagabond for a while, Maggie, (laughs) right? I know. Just get that suitcase. Uh, Wait, two suitcases, one for the shoes and one for the rest of this stuff, right? All you ladies, you got to have like the biggest suitcase for those shoes, right? I know. Well, I know I'm my husband, Shane. He makes fun of me because... I'm. I always have like all these coats because I'm always cold. So <laughs> instead of shoes, it's coats. For it's me. coats for Jackets. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even in LA, it gets chilly at night sometimes, huh? It does. Right. It does. And, yes. and let's do good morning and good night oh, with Maggie McClure.
Yeah, awesome. Great production, great track and arrangement, everything fitting Thank like you. a glove. Yeah, and you, how did you do that? You worked in the suitcase when I was mentioning it earlier. <laughs> I know. You were so clairvoyant. I can't <laughs> believe it. And fast, fast. So, oh. hey, I want to talk about the song, but first I want to ask you a little bit about, you know, for, you're, you're a piano player, first and foremost. Is that correct? Yes, I am. Okay, was that in... Was that a Wurlitzer that opened that song? It was. Was it? Was it really? Oh, wow. A real one. Yeah, great. I I actually was in a band early, way, way earlier in my career, um, before I even started my career, with a guy who played a Wurlitzer and just jumped up at me. I had to just ask about that one. So let me ask... Yeah, it's a great it's a great instrument. It just has its own personality, kind of like you know, like like the Fender Rhodes has its right. sound, and the Wurlitzer has its sound. You know, I love them both. Yeah. Um, you spent a lot of time working on placing songs and getting kind of a resume out there, uh, you know, and doing sync licensing. Mm-hmm. So um, I just want to just read some of this to everybody. Let them know you you've got songs placed in TV shows, Doctor Phil, Cougar Town, The Real World, The Vineyard, The Hills, and also in feature films like Cowgirls and Angels. Um, so tell us, um, all of our listeners, how you, how you managed uh, to do this. What was your um, your driving force or your winning ticket on how to get this done? Yeah. Well, um, I have been placing my songs in TV shows and films since 2007, and it has definitely been one of my main focuses for my music. Um, I started getting a lot of songs placed on MTV with my first record and realized quickly how how much of a, an awesome opportunity that was to have my songs on television and people finding out about my music and buying my records and coming to my shows. And then, of course, the the financial aspect of it, too. Um, and just building upon that. And now I've had about 40 placements in my career um, in film and TV. And it's been... It's been really cool, you know, there's endless opportunities with music licensing and each one of the placements that I've gotten has come from a different way, honestly. I I don't really have like just one way that I do it. Um, I personally reach out to music supervisors for shows that I think my music would be a good fit for. So you so you hustle. You do you put down the shoe leather and you do the work. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's yep. and that's the difference. You know, you go out and you don't wait for somebody to knock on your door, "Hey, I hear your music's really great." Cuz no. nobody's ever doing that. No, they're yeah. not. Right. They have too many people contacting them and they have too many people in their list already. So Right. Um I mean, people are constantly looking at new stuff but they're also inundated with what they have already so right well god bless you for doing that that's (laughs) that's great though that's what it's all about it's like um you know i've been talking a little bit on this show about there was an interview about pitbull uh he he did this major interview you might have seen it It was on you know all the major network or one of the major networks and um Mm -hmm. and he said you know like he's very very successful 
uh, artist and he says, you know, music business, 95 cent business, 5% talent, you know, and, yeah. and he's just like, and it's so true, like any of the businesses out there, um, you know, it's all about the hustle and the work. Um, it is. You know, and not it, just the work for the songs, but the right. work for like getting notoriety too. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, a place like LA, you have to hustle because everyone else is hustling and you have to keep up with everyone else. So, yeah. And you also are a gigamania over a thousand <laughs> shows throughout your career. Look at you go, girl, in over 40 <laughs> well, states, huh? Yeah. That's awesome. Are you, so you obviously love to perform. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I love performing. I mean, if I could if I could just do one, you know, if I had to pick one thing, um, I think writing and performing is number one. Obviously, the the music licensing is is up there, too. But right. I just I just love performing shows. They're so the, sh so the no shows and besides that. <laughs> what's that? I said, there's nowhere else I really feel like I'm home besides on stage. You know, I just right. really, really feel like I'm meant to do that. Yeah, so. you are. You're right at home. That's where you belong. Yeah. Um, so so I want to circle back to the song that we just played. Can you tell us the backstory on that? Good morning and good night. What is that yeah. all about? Well, ironically enough, it is about <laughs> traveling and that playing. Kind of figured. <laughs> yes, and seeing just the beauty and in all of the different places across the country from the mom and pop stores to you know the subways of New York City and everywhere and everything in between and I wrote that uh, song with a friend of mine in Nashville and um, that is the song that ended up being the opening credits for Cowgirls and Angels. Do you feel um, it's a great song? I, I love everything about that track. And, Thank um, you. Do you feel um, compelled to write on the road just because of it's very inspiring? I do. And a lot of the time you're driving. <laughs> and so there's not really much else you can do besides talk or listen to music or write something. So, yeah, a lot of the time when when I'm driving or we're on the road, it is very um, easy to get inspired for sure. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's sometimes when it comes, it's like, it's like that genie in the bottle, you know, and yeah. you got to grab it. Um, I was, you know, I record in Nashville myself and I, I was, you know, had a studio session in like, 30, 20 minutes and I, and I had to get out of the hotel quick to, to get to the session but this song came over me and I, I said I just gotta grab the chorus and it was like yeah. and I got it and I recorded it with my little you know my little uh, device just enough to remember it you know but I knew it yeah. was I knew it was special and it, and it turns out it was three months later where we, we were back in that same studio so you have to seize the moment you know because yeah. it's very you fleeting do. at times oh yeah I mean I I'll be asleep and half i would say like half the time whenever i'm sleeping at night i'll be dreaming up songs and it's pretty cool because a lot whenever i can wake myself up i will um record some you know melody or something in my phone and if i can decipher what i was trying to do the next day <laughs> right right but, is it funny you get on and you go, who was that that left yeah. that message for me? Was that a wrong number? What was that? Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's funny. Yeah. But yeah, inspiration comes, you know, 
at its own times and you just have to you have to take it and run with it. Do you find like I don't know if you've had this experience, maybe you have, but sometimes you write something, right? And you know, you put it away for a while and you come back and you and I this has happened to me several times like who wrote this? This is really good and I have no recollection of like I just don't remember, you know, yeah. like putting it down because I know title is just some mad scribbling that happened real fast. Right. But it's almost like uh, kind of like you have these out of body experiences almost, you know, like yeah. it's like, and it just further reinforces the notion that the songs are in the ether. You know, we're just like antenna walking around. We're blessed enough to have this gift that we're yeah. able to do this, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And I think it's time for another track with Maggie McClure. Time moves on. Again, some great melodies, great harmonies. You got it all working there. What a song. Thank you. And that is the title track, right? It is. Of the yes. album. Yeah. So tell us about that one. Is it all the same uh same cast of characters in the studio? 
Yeah, this one uh, was done in L.A., and I should mention Good Morning and Good Night was, was done in Nashville okay. with a producer named Stephen Goss. Um, so Time Moves On was recorded in L.A. with Justin Glasgow, and Justin and I actually wrote this song together. And we had written this song before I had actually moved to Los Angeles, and I was just in this place of realizing, okay, I have a very unconventional life and I just have to do what I know I have to do. And it may not make sense to some people. And, you know, I just have to follow my heart and do this because, you know, time is passing and it constantly is. And you just have to take hold of, of what you believe and what you want and just go for it. And so, that's what the song is about, and as Peer well, peer pressure. Uh, yeah, 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 and people, you know, just saying, "Well, you know, what?" You're unconventional, Maggie yeah, McClure. Yeah, what are you doing? Why aren't you settled down with the picket fence and the two point five children and the white paint right. on that? <laughs> la 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 la. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. It's like, um, you know, an artist has a really, really tough road. And, and uh, you know, setting the financial thing aside, whether whether you're a millionaire or whether you're, you're dirt poor, it's just it's still a challenge to try to fit in sometimes because yeah. you're you're unconventional and you're not like the norm. Right. And it takes That's a certain person like you, like you're tenacious, you're extremely hardworking and dedicated and you're talented and people don't always get that. Right. A lot of people don't understand. I mean, the, the typical um, fan or, or listener, you know, just doesn't realize, um, you know, how much work it is and how hard it is. And yeah, just to fit in, um, it can be hard. So places like Los Angeles, places like Nashville, New York, it, Austin, it's great because you can have a community of people that are also artists and people understand and people get it. Yeah, you feel like you're a, a lot less uh, judged and you're, you're not supposed to like, you know, when people judge you, you're not supposed to let it bother you. But, you know, if it happens enough times with enough frequency, it does. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like I want to talk to somebody who speaks my language. I, exactly. You know, get some kind of comfort here or some kind of, um, you know, support system. And that's yeah. why this show is is so wonderful, because it's mostly about um uh, singer songwriters and people that do what you do and and you know all around the world that we're, we're getting you know the show's getting more notoriety just because we're all kind of in the same camp and we just hit 42 yeah. countries so your music's wow. going to be wrapping around the world hey That's so tell me maggie what is what's like really on the horizon for you that you're really excited about you're doing the whole thing you're touring you're going back and forth to la um, you're recording, you're writing. What's what's hot on your list as the rest of this year starts to unfold? Yeah. Well, um, re in the near future, um, I was in a short film that was filmed in, in L.A., and it's called Blur. And the film just got picked up for the Cannes Film Festival in France. Which Congratulations! Is <laughs> Thank you. So... It's very cool because I am one of the lead roles 
And my song, It's All Right, is also featured in the film. So it's it's pretty exciting. Wow, I'm- that's a dual stereo stack the cool act if I ever heard one. <laughs> I never heard of such a thing. Yeah, I got the lead role and I got the song. Take that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty awesome. That is. And, yeah. and and when is uh con happening? That's is that coming up? Um it, it it is. It's at the end of May, so it's coming up soon. I'm oh, trying great. to figure out a way to get there. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be amazing, you know. Get on that red carpet and uh press the flesh, get out there and let them know you're there. That's great. Yeah. That's really yeah, great. So that's really exciting. So that's going on. And then um I'm I've got a couple licensing agents that I'm working with who are finishing up some deals with some that music placements that will be happening soon so i can't really talk about details but i'm really excited about that and uh the shows that the songs are going to be on um let's see i'm playing quite a few shows coming up um in the midwest which i'm really excited about and And you do all your own booking maggie I do. Yeah. Yes, I do. Okay. So So you're the real dealer. You're the label. You're the artist. You do all your own booking. You yeah. even pack up the cords and put them in the case at the end of the night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do it all. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, let's play another one. I got to play Troubled Heart because I like this song with Maggie okay. McClure. Everything I was so sure of all the things I knew were true are fading now and not so obvious since the
Awesome, your stuff. Thank you so much. You pull on my hot strings, Maggie McClure. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Hey, um, by the way, before I forget, thank you very much for sending me wave files because I am the the antithesis of MP3. I hate <laughs> the MP3 with a passion, with a vengeance. It's well, like you're welcome. Yeah, it was so great because. Um, yeah, really enjoying the uh, the high fidelity of that. And, you know, your music is so wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, so, hey, tell me about your influences, Maggie. Like, when you were growing up and, um, you know, starting to craft and formulate your sound, the Maggie McClure that we now love so much, who were you listening to that got you to where you are now? Well, I, I really, from an early age and still love Sarah McLaughlin. I think she's yeah. amazing. And I've seen her perform multiple times and and just blown away with with her songwriting and her stage presence and her voice and her piano playing and everything. Yeah. Um, she's always been a huge inspiration for me. And uh, I actually got her autograph when I was 12. My dad got it at an auction for me. And <laughs> I was so excited. So she is a huge influence and inspiration. Um, I love Bonnie Raitt. I love Carol King. Um, a lot of female singer songwriter musicians. Um, yeah, you 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 like all the the greats <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and it's I, definitely reflected in your music. Well, thank you. And I also love the Beatles and. Um, you know, there's just all kinds of influences in my music. So right. So you. So when did you start writing? Like, when did it occur to you to write a song? Well, you know, the very first time I wrote a song, I was eight. And wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I recently found the paper and I wrote verse, chorus, bridge, and I knew all this stuff when I was eight. And that's just crazy to me looking back. How did you know that? I don't know. Because <laughs> most people like have no idea Like when they start writing, what the hell is a verse and what's a chorus? And what is a bridge? That's what you drive over. What is that about? Yeah, I don't know. And, and intuitively, you, know, you had this going on. Yeah. So, of course, you know, they were about ice creams and ice cream and puppy dogs. But <laughs> Right, right. But, um, but you wrote, but though. Yeah, that's when I started. And, you know, I started piano when I was five. So um, I was just always involved in music and I was in dance. So just always performing. And I started actually playing piano and singing and writing songs all at the same time when I was about 12. Wow. So you were hooked from the very beginning. There was no question this is what you were <laughs> supposed to do. No question. It's like the law. This is yeah. Maggie's law. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, I feel so blessed to know what my purpose is and, and what my calling is because I've met and know so many people who just don't know. And I've 
always known. And although it's one of the hardest callings that someone can have, um, you know, I'm just really, really thankful to know what I'm supposed to do with my life. Well, it's it's so um, ironic that you even you just stated that what you just stated because that's the reason this show was born was to bring, you know, bring out the um, stories of people like yourself who found their gift and uh, hopefully lead the trail or open the trail for others to follow and find theirs. So um, I can't believe we're at the end already, Maggie. This was way, way too quick, but um, I really... It did go by fast. Yeah, I had a ball talking with it. I I know we could do another hour or two because there's so many things I still want to... uh, uh, ask you so we're gonna have to do a round two at some point in the future awesome. if you'd like to do that i'd love to thank I would you too. so much for having me yeah um, so hey listen i really we're, appreciate it yeah we're already connected uh because i already hit you up on instagram facebook and twitter and uh so we're buddies there but if awesome. you could Give me your um, best place for people to reach you and support you, purchase your music, and learn all about Maggie McClure. Where do we go to get this information, Maggie? Well, the best place is my website, which is just my name, MaggieMcClure.com. Okay. You can can find all of my social networking stuff on my website. And we will do that. We will definitely support you folks. I hope you will join me in that, in supporting Maggie and her music. And uh, Maggie, it's really been wonderful. I just want to wish you all the luck and success in the world moving forward in your career. And it was a Yeah, it was a real pleasure to have you on Dharmic Evolution today. Well, thank you so much for having me. Closer than before. Good morning and good night. Time moves on. Troubled Heart, Nashville, Touring, Meetings, L.A., Jason Glasgow, Blur, the Cannes Film Festival. She's a restless soul with an amazing work ethic. Great songs, awesome voice, and what a charming last to top it all off. Maggie McClure teaching us all about what success looks like. I hope you'll support her. Please check out the show notes and link up with Maggie and check out all her music. And also, when you get a chance, head over at dharmicevolution.com. Check out all the content on the site, including my coaching page. If you're a podcaster new to the space or you're thinking of becoming one, I am the podcast launch expert and I can help you with that challenge. Just email me at kevin at dharmicevolution.com. And if you've been a guest on this show, you are now famous. You're in 43 countries and you are on the site. And Maggie's on the site now. There's also videos, photos, conversations, music downloads, and links to all of my past guests on the site. Don't forget that downloads are free. However, the content, it's priceless. Hey, if you guys are feeling the love on this show, please stop by iTunes and leave a review for us. I read them all and I thank you all. It really helps the uh, the growth of this show tremendously. And the more we grow, the more we can continue to serve the indie artist community around the world. That's why we're here. Tune in on Wednesday, April 17th to DE81 to hear my interview with Peter Louie from New York City. He's a cellist that tours Italy as a one-man show. He's the real deal actually plays a show singing and playing the cello and can make the cello sound like a violin if he so desires. 
So that's it for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, and master storyteller. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Let's do it.